Hello and welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Wal Hattar, and today we're interviewing Serge Atukwe Koloti, right? Um, and Serge is a is a Ghanaian artist. He's showing right now with um, Larry Shabibi, and this is through their exchange program that's happening with Gallery One Five Seven from Accra, Ghana. Hello. Hello. Yeah. So welcome to Dubai. This is your first time in Dubai, and you're, you've been here for a couple of days, and your show is going to be on from the 20th of January till the 3rd of March. Yeah. And it's going to be consisting of the work, um, your, your drawings that you have, as well as the, I want to call sculptural pieces, and then you're going to be performing uh, as well as your, your videos. Um, as a quick intro to, to, the, to everybody else, I'd like you to kind of talk about your work a little bit for people who haven't seen it yet or aren't aware of it but then I'd like to talk a little bit about your body of work in general over the time because you've been getting um, a lot of press and, and, and a positive reaction to your work both um, in your home country as well as internationally and then because it's it's the first time we get like a, a proper artist from uh, from West Africa or even any part of Central Africa um, so I'd like to have a small conversation as well about the comparison between the art world there and then the audience as well and, and compare it to the, what we have here in the Emirates in the Arab world. So, hello. Yeah, well, um, my name is Seja Tukwe from Bays in Accra and I'm a multidisciplinary artist who interested in migration. You know, migration as, as means of how easy it is for goods to migrate than humans. You know, so the core part of my body of work is to investigating materials as well as objects and find its rich search background and how it's travel around the continent you know so currently what i'm showing here is part of my sex and politics drawing series which are the charcoal and, and, and pastels which demonstrates our political state and how sex has strong position as as politics you know so this is what i'm i'm showing now and as part of my sculptural installation movement and i've been working with um, the plastic jerry cans for i think past 16 years and when i started i was interested in just using them as as a canvas piece you know but i realized that it's very part of us as africans because we use that to survive the water scarcity and originally, they are they were used for importing cooking oil from the West. Yeah. You know, and oil is food, so we need it. But afterwards, we store water in that, and the consumption of that plastic gallon is actually invading our space. You know, so for me to move forward with this object, I realized that cutting will help reduce the volume and still change the form and value of it. You know, so. Um, and and these plastic containers show whether they're they're broken up in your art. Sculptural pieces, or uh, how you have them in the video, um, the displaced, which is also the title of your overall show here. Um, but before we get into kind of the, the actual waste and garbage, which is in all your pieces that you kind of push forward, the the migration that you mentioned, and a lot of the things that I've read up uh, to come to this interview mention uh, a lot of work on gender, especially when it, when it comes to your mother and the clothing, all of that. So how does before you, how how have you moved from your original drawings and charcoals uh, to develop into to these? Th were your drawings always capturing these ideas, or this, or is this a natural formation of you interacting more and more in in the sculptural field or in your um, 
performance uh, pieces? Well, I think performance has been my my main interest, mm-hmm. and it influenced my my drawing because when I'm drawing, it's it turned out to be a performance because I I work on several drawings at the same time. I I dance when I'm drawing. I get moody, and you know, so all this inspires my my practice as well as the installation, you know. And for me, I I started drawing for quite a long time, but I I realized that you know I can express myself more by working with other people, and that is why I I, I found the, the collective that I do performance because for me, when I'm drawing, it focuses more on my myself you know but when i'm working as a performing artist it involves a lot of people you know so um i i think more in performance you know I, that's how i think even in my drawing i think in performance to be able to to realize the the process you know because uh, uh performance allow me to express freedomly without any any boundary you know with drawing i i i'm very specific you know because my work is more of politics, you know, and politics to be able to address political issues as a performing artist by using yourself as an example, you know. So I take risk and use myself as an example, and you know, and I'm always interested in how the human relationship, human body relationship with objects, you know. So I I do my own costume depending on whatever I'm trying to to to, to talk about, you know. And for me, waste is something that. It's, it's a major issue, but trying to change the idea of seeing them as, as a waste to be more valuable as an art object, you know. So I focus more on how do I address issues by using the same element which symbolize problem. Did you have any problems when you ever performed for these uh, situations of art? Yeah. Because uh, at least with the, for the visuals we saw, you have the ones where when you're walking around... Um, the city wearing your, your mother's clothes and I would assume that isn't very kind of common I mean in general or what I've read so far is that in, in, in Ghana performance art isn't that uh, um, until quite recently so it's a lot more standard or classical in, in the terms so how has that interacted how has the environment worked with you um, I think that the challenges come you know depending on the themes that I, I'm working on and and, in, and even in our traditional um festivals or culture we have um, activities whereby men wear women's clothes you know but when it comes to art display it's quite not accept, uh, acceptable but it's the same you know link to one or the other you know so during that performance i had a very serious um, challenges especially convincing men to wear women's clothes in the collective it took us like a month to convince them because they are against, you know, homosexual and, you know, it's, it's a really um, major concern, you know. So I have to explain to them closely that it's not about 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 themselves or what other people think. It's about relationship with mothers mm-hmm. and how that also informs our traditional festivals because when it's traditional festivals and men can wear women's clothes, when, when it comes to at display, it's not acceptable. You know, so I try to tell them it's the same thing that we have. It's part of us as our as our culture and you know, our tradition. So, and and when they realize it, they felt very comfortable. And even people in the community became part of the whole performance. You know, so sometimes it just le- needs a lot of um, education on that. You know, and because you know not everybody gets 
access to all these informations, you know. Yes. And, you know, so when I travel, I learn a lot and come back to, to, to teach them, you know, how human rights is is accessible, you know, to, to, to everybody. You know, everybody has, has a right, you know, so, yeah. And with, with these kind of political notions, uh, are there any trouble that you, that you face with your local council or the people around who don't want to? Don't want you to cause trouble. Yeah, well, um, I've, I mean, having some issues whereby, but I think that in Ghana, when you are you are doing performance arts and you engage a lot of people with higher positions, I think that it, there's less risk because when I'm criticizing politics and and I have people even in the political positions interested or supporting that, it, it makes it less risk, and you know, so it makes me feel more comfortable. But once you are not involving people in it, it's, it's very risky, you know. So, but and also when I am addressing issues, I get a lot of feedback from from people who who are kind of interested in, or I get a lot of feedback from the media because they are all looking for informations, you know. So once I feed them informations, they take upon, you know, all this risk, and I think that it has really helped develop my community in a way that people feel more expressive than before through performing arts you know so so the so the kind of the the environment around are the general population understanding this form of art or do they see it just as a political point do they do they kind of capture the nuance of of what art is yeah i, I think i think that it's it wasn't there before but now people are getting to understand you know the the the, the critical uh, approach to art through performance, you know, p- critical approach to politics through performance. And I think that it's, it's getting much better where people even want to be part of the performance because they see how radical it is and how people feel like people who are being criticized feel uncomfortable about it, you know. So I think that there are a few performances that I have issue with the council because I did a performance called The Chinese get to reach the locals go much you know it talks about how chinese has invaded our our environment with my illegal mining and i demonstrated the situation whereby kids lost their life and people you know affect environments the you know the water and situations like that so i did a performance on that and in my community where and people thought we were actually mining gold you know and it got informed to the chiefs and you know they were looking for me for some time and but they realized that it's it's a way of addressing issue as an artist and you know so now they are somehow getting to understand but i mean with time they'll get to understand but there are a few other performances that i believe that is going to trigger that situation and you know so i'm i'm looking forward i'm not scared about any risk i believe that it's it's a very radical way of dealing with that issues yeah um, we'll have uh, on the write-up a few links, uh, hopefully, to, to some of those images of, of your past performances. Um, and uh, just to visualize for the ones who, who aren't able to click, it's uh, the few that I found, it's always a combination of clothes as well as the use of the plastics and the containers as part of masks and attachments. Uh, but then you also um, take the, the sculptures that you have that you're presenting here in Dubai uh, as part of the background or the setting. Or, you all, if, or if you want the theatrical aspect of it. Um, so when you start working on your on any of the ideas, how how do you develop? Because from what I've seen, the drawings as well as the 
uh, collages as well as the sculpture uh, as well as performance kind of all end up together so where do you as an artist start developing these or how does it work how does your brain work well I, I think I think the <laughs> you know for me working with people actually informs my practice a lot okay. because um, I don't really focus more on myself you know I work with people hand in hand and I think that they are also relationship with my work has really built sort of of movement you know and uh, when I'm working with the sculptures I'm working on sculptures I feel like it's it's a material that has become the layer of my skin you know like people value that and it's actually a, an object you know so it goes through different hands you know people holding them people different people working with the material so each of them approaches the objects very differently mm-hmm. you know so that also inspires the process and also inspires the drawing you know so for me i use myself a lot in my work you know and that reflects into the drawing because i'm always drawing nude figures you know because in my performance some of my performances are nude and also when it comes to costuming i i i look for materials that people have a very strong relationship with in in their life but they they are not really paying attention to what it means to them you know, like for instance, like plastic bags and and fabrics and all that. It's it's very important to us. But I combine the waste and the valuable materials to create a costume whereby you can differentiate what is good or what is bad. You know, so like for instance, plastic has a very high value as well as copper. But copper is more higher than so I combine copper and plastic uh, to have this equal equal um, value you know so you can't separate the plastic because once you separate the plastic from the copper you you dismantle the work you know so I kind of combine materials with high value and less value together that is how I create my costume yeah now it's interesting because a lot of times when you see with performance artists uh, at least with, with, with what we studied before from the, from the European American side is that they'd have to have some photographs to display the art and sell those or be able to continue. But with your pieces, the costumes or that fabric that you create, these, these wall sculptures, end up being uh, an association to, to the practice. So that's, that's a clever way to connect and be able to leave behind for collectors and fans and, and studies to, to keep that performance alive even after its time has gone, in a sense. Um, but the uh, do the but I haven't seen uh, maybe you can inform me here the masks that you have mm-hmm. are these also sculptural pieces separately or are some things only kept for your performance? Well, it's they are the the mask I have them in in sculptural pieces. I have them casted in, in bronze. Oh, wow, okay. I have it in wood, and I'm working on ceramics. You know, so though I have the masks that I use for performances, I have them in sculptural pieces as well. You know, so. The, the marks represent the, the, the marks of our time. You know, it, re- it symbolizes who we are. Yes. And this object has become part of our development. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and, and you see that especially in, in the film that is placed when you have the masks kind of there on the beach uh, as people or even as, as gods in a sense where in the end they give them a piece of meat or as tokens. Thank you. But um, if we can talk a little bit about the film and explain because for me I saw it, it was quite harsh. Uh, there were, and then you also the environment is harsh. I've um, I've never imagined the the uh, the beach of, of Ghana to be so um, polluted mm-hmm. with with the plastics. I mean, from our own uh, uh, 
beaches, not necessarily in the Gulf, but the Levant and all the other areas, you do have waste, but that was quite impressive in, in its amount, and um, and it's and it's important for, at least for, for us to not necessarily just at least at least for us viewers who are not um, who haven't been to Ghana to, to kind of understand and reflect even on our places of how the environment and the water one plastic bottle can go around the world and end up. But going back to the movie, you have everybody, and you, you get the uh, you get the point of waste of connection and of moving and of vi- uh, of migration. The one thing that I don't understand is the nets. Okay. You have the people walking around with these nets, and it's quite sad. Mm-hmm. Not sad as in sad, depressing, sad as in melancholic. Mm-hmm. So what's missing there? What, what, what was lost? Well, uh, um, the, the displays video is something, it's, it's about my family history mm-hmm. on migration and how my family settled from one place to another in the same city. You know? mm-hmm. And between the migration, there was a trade. My family were trading with the other town and they were trading alcohol and beef and the plastic in the video symbolized the alcohol containment you know and the beef you know because that was what they were trading and they were trading on the coast back and forth and between the trading they were fishing as well so the, the fishing nets represent their profession they are fishermen you know so they fish in between for food whilst they go to the next town to trade, you know. So the uh, the 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 fishing net symbolize their their survival because they need food in between. So they fish and they cook in the canoe and they eat, you know, before they they they, they arrive in the next town. You know. So so when 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 the men and women are walking around in in the city with these nets kind of wrapped around them, that is in a sense connecting or explaining who they are, like. A, like 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 their mask in a sense to the rest of the villagers or the townspeople, right? Yeah, yeah. So because they they were trading on the coast, yes. they used the fishing net as a means of identity yeah. to represent who, okay. who they are. You know, they are the same people on the coast, and they are fishermen who come to the next town to trade. You know, so once they like they match themselves to identify who they are. You know, so people because on the coast you see the women expecting them so the women actually trade with the men yes. you know yeah yeah you know did you have to change any of your visual translations uh to match a global mass understanding so if any anybody can quickly connect or do you want people to do a little bit of research or or to have that a bit of gray area when they when they when they're first introduced to either your sculptures or your or your presentations yeah, I think that it's, it's, it's pretty open because though um, I, I live in Africa, but what I create is not African art. It could be art in any part of the world because not materials that I use are not only from Africa. They are from different parts of the continent. You know, So for me, just to be able to have to relate to the object that I'm using in my work and to, there are very symbolic things that are very global. You know, like the sea actually navigates the world. You know, so any t- any times there's a sea, there's sort of like migration and settlement. You know, so I think that um, for me, what I'm interested in how to take how to think global. You know, by looking at certain elements in the work. Yeah. And and the performances you're you're going to be having in Dubai, which uh, uh, how did you select which ones to do and and. What what is the engagement going to be with the audience? Well, I mean, it's my actually my first time in Dubai, and 
I had no expectation, but I just want to see the space. And, you know, I've seen the space and I have something coming up because the the exhibition is called The Displaced, you know, and I've been displaced right now, you know, coming from yes. Africa here. Yeah. So I got some few, I brought some materials that from home and I'm getting some from here and I'm trying to kind of like emerge them together by using myself trying to find myself within this space you know so i have objects from from ghana that i brought and i am buying some objects from here trying to combine them for people to sort of see what each object mean in different spaces you so you're, you're kind of creating a personalized dance for us in a sense exactly exactly okay. exactly and um, but this is also you kept mentioning that you work especially with the performances with others but here you'll be doing it by yourself yeah, well, I, I I do a lot of collaborations, but I have about 80, 80 collectives that I work with back in Ghana, and they are actually community-based people, and they are not even artists, but they have a way of expressing themselves through a performative. Have you used anybody from the community here? Um, well, um, or you don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I mean, the performance engage audience. So, as the audience interact, they also become part of the performance. And before we kind of wrap up, I do want to talk about, like I, like I said, the comparison between the art world in Ghana and the art world in the Emirates. Um, how uh, you've seen so you've seen the galleries here, you've interacted a little bit. Although uh, where we are is a little bit more of a kind of a, a section out. Um, but you, as a as a working artist in in Ghana, and like you said, it's a lot of it is based on community and you interact people around you. How is it like being an artist? And being able to survive as an artist, yeah, I think it, it was it was quite very challenging a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. as surviving as an artist in Ghana. But now, a lot of artists has been able to break barriers into 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 the arts, and and they've traveled quite a number of times, exhibiting around the world, and they've actually, especially the young contemporary artists, emerging artists as well, who has been able to push themselves into their art world are doing so much and has a lot of museum collections around the world. Yeah. But I'm talking more kind of regionally because until very shortly for, for us in the Arab world, if somebody says you're an artist, they, they don't take you seriously. They're like, okay, do your art on the weekend but get a real job. Yeah. They never took it as something serious, as something un- unto, unless and unfortunately for us, if somebody Western thinks it's okay, then all of a sudden it's okay. Yeah. So is that a little bit similar? Yeah, I think a couple of years ago, nobody wants their child to be an artist because if you are doing arts, how do you survive? You know, because you need to be well fed before you you purchase art. You know, but now because of the international recognition that Ghana is getting from the art world mm-hmm. in West Africa's world, like people are actually pushing themselves to be an artist. People are okay. pushing their children to be an artist. Does the government or the community support the artists? Are there funds? Is there anything that, that the, the, the mass does for the individual? I think that the government um, is not supporting right now, but you know, arts organizations are pushing that into their, into their concern. And yeah, there, there are a few institutions supporting, and there are also grants for artists, but the galleries now, like for instance, the gallery 19 is, is doing so much with the artists, supporting a bunch of artists in the country, and that is really helping the art community develop very well. Well, I guess when you have uh, 
drawings and sculptures something able to sell it's it's easier but when you do the performance arts or or kind of those kind of interactions it'll be a lot more difficult which is why I did bring up the question about funds and governmental support and any kind of uh, impact that the, the the larger community has to develop and support its people um, but I guess like like all of us uh, in kind of these parts of the world it is something that you'd have to suffer first as an artist so that the, so that then the community and government f- follow and, and help out. Um, is there anything you want to tell the audiences before we wrap up? Yeah, I think I want to tell the audience that I'm very happy to be here in, in, in Dubai and I'm looking forward to coming back to Dubai for, for a residency, you know, so then I can make research on what is happening and how can I interact with the audience here to, to develop a body of work. Especially that's interesting because the Emirates uh, and Dubai specifically is a seafaring uh, country and there used to be fishermen and pearl divers and so the whole idea of migration is uh, was uh, the main point there and as you see now, everyone is from everywhere in a sense, so it'll be good to see that translation into your work. Um, so thank you very much for uh, talking to us. Thank you very much to have me. And for everyone listening, we had an interview with Serge Atuke Kleti and uh, the show the Displaced is on at Lowry Shabibi from 20th of January to the 3rd of March. And this is via the gallery in Accra, Ghana called Gallery 1957. Thank you very much. And as always, please uh, listen, give us your comments on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Sketcher. Thank you very much and talk to you again.